Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Warning, 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 warning. Do you have any of these 10 career-ending horrible habits? That's the topic of today's podcast. We're going to be going through a list of 10 horrible habits that Julie and I um, were brainstorming about that are some of the most common bad habits that folks in general, not just agents, have. Certainly, everyone has lots of bad habits, but these are the bad habits that are, are the ones that sometimes slip by you just because everyone else you know has the same bad habits and you don't realize the ramifications of having said bad habit. So we're going to be going through the list, the top 10, at least the top 10 that we think are the most, uh, I'd say, uh, opaque bad habits that once you clear these from your life, you will find immediate results. So we're going to be going through these point by point. Before we do, we have lots and lots of announcements and folks that we would like to thanks, uh, thank for continued support of Harris Rules, the number one international bestseller. Over the weekend, I put a post up on our uh, public and our private Facebook page. Uh, offering a free hat for everyone uh, who leaves a review uh, for Harris Rules on Amazon. And these are our new hats that we just got these hats. They're really, I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, selling hats because I'm giving them away, but these are high-end hats. They're, um, you know, hand-stitched, the embroidery work on the front. Uh, we searched, I know it sounds silly, but we searched high and low trying to find a really great source for hats. I, Julie and I love hats. Most everyone loves hats. So these are like the trucker hats, so they're mesh in the back, and they have the Harris Rules book logo on the front. That's in, uh, that's beautiful, you know, as far as embroidery work on the patch that's sewn on. So enough about the hat. You get a free hat, and these hats aren't cheap, by the way. We had to pay, I mean, more than you would think for each of these things. Our minimum order was five hundred dollars, and I still don't think I told Julie what these things cost. But we'll give and you, you a free hat. Didn't tell me how many proofs you you went through either. I saw them coming and going as you were being critical until yeah, they we were did. Exactly we went through probably we went through probably and not exaggerating between twenty and thirty different versions of these hats before we finalized on them because there's so much absolute crap that's out there. And, and as you guys can probably tell, we're pretty particular about anything uh, that we represent. So um, yeah, there you go. So bottom line, we're going to give you one of these hats for free. All you have to do is go to Amazon and just leave a, a review for Harris Rules, our book. We are we need uh, 20 reviews, or I think it's 21 reviews, to get to 300 five-star reviews. So we would certainly appreciate your contribution. And once you do so, just go to, after that, go to help at timandjulieharris.com and just say, I left a review. Um, and if you can, if Amazon's published the review, uh, include a link to it but we'll use the honor system for this. So just say you left a review and say whether you want a black hat or a camo hat. I personally think the camo hats look pretty badass. So far, everyone wants the camo hat, not the black hat. That's okay. So anyway, I announced this over the weekend and the hats got gobbled up quick. So I thought, well, let's just expand it. Now I've only got 50 of these things. That's the only, that's the total amount that I ordered. Julie and I are going to keep a couple of them for ourselves, obviously. But beyond that, if you guys want one, please just go to Amazon, leave your review and um, yeah, and then email help at timandjulieharris.com, include your address, and if you'd prefer a black hat or a camel hat, and we're going to mail those out later this week. So there's a little fun thing that all of you guys can do. It'll take you less than a minute, and I think you'll, you know, you look like a rock star 
rocking the hat. All right, so Julie, you have some said reviews. You don't have to read all of them, but I think you have a few that you'd like to share. There you go. And by the way, feel free to post your picture in your hat on the private Facebook page if you're a Premier Coaching member. That's kind of fun too. So here's some recent reviews, uh, one by someone uh, just named Bob. This guide is not just real estate, but business as a whole. It clears away the ambiguity that many face as they attempt to reach their goals in their chosen field. The implementations are straightforward, and of course, Tim and Julie fashion the book as they fashion. The book is indeed free of BS. <laughs> this is a must-read for business owners of all kinds. Thank you for that, uh, Bob. And another one from Jasmine Haywood. Uh, Harris Rules sets the record straight, holds you accountable, is straightforward, gives direction, and no, hold, no barriers when it comes to being the best agent and having a great and rewarding real estate career and how to consistently keep it that way. So thank you for that. And from Tammy, we have Tim and Julie are straight shooting real estate coaches that provide you with the tools you need to take your career to the next level. Regardless of your level of real estate experience, you need to read this book. It's easy to finish it quickly, even if you're not an avid reader or have limited time. Do yourself a favor and listen to their podcast, too. So we'll do a few more tomorrow, Tim. But thank you to all of you who have already done that, and your hats will be on the way soon. Back to you, Tim. So a lot of emails, um, because we had stopped the ticket sales for the Harris VIP Mastermind, we're probably going to add some seats, but not too many. If you guys want to attend that event, it's the last Saturday here in Austin in July. So it's a few months off. So plenty of time for you to make your arrangements. Just go to harrisvipmastermind.com. All the information is there. And yes, indeed, we have booked Ryan Halliday. I mean, he's the six-time New York Times bestselling author. Uh, he just released a new book, Ego, you know, all kinds of great books. Two of his books are some of the books we suggest you guys read, The Obstacles, The Way, Ego is the Enemy. So just fantastic author. He is going to be speaking in the afternoon of that Saturday. So please make sure you register for harrisvipmastermind.com, harrisvipmastermind.com. All right, Julie, let's get to our points. All right, you got it. So let's see. I had our little Facebook shop, but I'll share that for tomorrow. Uh, Ten horrible habits. You must quit now. So remember, when you quit doing the wrong things, you make more room for the things that make you happy. So starting today, point number one, quit procrastinating your goals. Some people dream of success and others wake up and work hard at it. Action and change are often resisted when they're needed the most. Get a hold of yourself and actually have discipline. Putting something off instantly makes it harder and scarier. What we don't start today won't be finished by tomorrow, and there's nothing more stressful than the perpetual lingering of the unfinished task, like all of you pre-listing uh, pre package procrastinators. That's the top of my mind when I'm thinking of the procrastinating. Or you could pick on lead follow-up and setting appointments, but I digress. The secret to getting ahead is simply getting started. Starting all by itself is usually a, is sufficient to build enough momentum to keep the ball rolling. So forget about the finish line. Just concentrate on taking that first step. Say to yourself, I choose to start this task with a small, imperfect step. All of those small steps will add up, and you'll finally get to see things clearly, quickly. Now, we call that the accumulation effect. There's a great book called Getting Things Done that helps you with this whole taking the first step and getting less focused on that finish line and procrastinating and more focused on just putting one foot in front of the other. I had a great conversation, Tim, with one of our coaching clients earlier today where, you know, she's becoming a prospector, perhaps begrudgingly. And I was talking to her about the fact that the only people that ever say, well, you know, I, I guess I just have to get used to getting hung up on. Well, the only people that say that are those who haven't actually prospected because it doesn't happen that frequently. What we actually hear and it's all over our private Facebook page, was, oh my gosh, I can't believe how nice that for sale by owner was. 
I can't believe how much that expired actually appreciated and needed me. Is that every single time? No, of course not. But you're also not getting continuously hung up on. And so this plays into that point that when you put things off, they get bigger and scarier and weirder. And it just, you know, blossoms in your mind into this horrible thing that you then continue to procrastinate. And that's why taking the first step is so important. Would you agree with that, Tim? It gets worse because your bad habit is actually reinforced by so many companies out there that are in the selling stuff to realtor space. I don't know what the actual industry is called, but that's kind of what it is. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's, who knows, billions of dollars that are made every year selling stuff to agents. And if you look at most of the stuff that's being sold to agents, it's A, stuff they don't need, but B, it's stuff that's designed to essentially placate their desire to never have to actually prospect. Now, the word prospect, I know, scares most of you because you're, you know, you have this vision of sort of this, uh, what was it, Stanley Miller? Was he the playwright that wrote uh, that movie where those uh, old guys are, you know, in a room where they're having to prospect yeah. all day and they're real estate people? I think it was. A, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You guys get the idea. I mean, you have this vision of essentially having to do some horrible, egregious, you know, work that's going to make soul grinding and all blah, 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 blah. That's what your, that's what your perception of prospecting is. So prospecting a word, let's, as a word, we don't, you know, sometimes we hide from it. Julie and I even do. We call it lead generation because so many of you prefer that to the word prospecting. But yeah, really. So yeah, we know if we say prospecting to a big general audience of people that don't know us, they're like immediately going to shut us off. So we say lead generation. It's a much friendlier, nicer way of saying prospecting, isn't it? But whatever you want to call it, the reality of it is, is if you're not lead generating, you're out of business. And if you think that you can pay somebody else to lead generate for you, guess what? You're also out of business. That's the reason that so many of these agents, guys, so many of you struggle thinking that the only thing you have in your career to look forward to is more nights and weekends working with unmotivated buyers. I mean, aren't you getting sick of that? Has, I realize that nobody is telling you guys that there's a different way to do the real estate business other than buying buyer leads. Julie, <laughs> Julie had a funny uh uh, uh, agent on Premier. Sorry, I was adjusting my headset. Julie had a funny agent on uh, a question on uh, Premier, her private uh, coaching uh, group that she does right after this call. For those of you who are in Premier coaching, uh, you know Julie runs the call uh, for the five days. So this agent says, you know Julie. Um, so my broker told me that basically I only prospect until I can afford to buy leads. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, <laughs> but awful. that really, awful. but that, but that really. But so that, but that's my point. You guys don't really have a fair shake, truthfully. When you, if you've gotten your license in the past ten years, and your broker, your office manager, and most of them have only been in the business for maybe ten years or less. I mean, that's just a fact. You're dealing. You, the cards have already been dealt, and you got a really shitty hand. That's just the reality of it, because they don't know to tell you to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And furthermore, it's not really their job, honestly. And if they were to tell you that, which you don't want to hear, you'd then basically leave the brokerage, which is counter to what their goal is, which is helping agents sell occasionally sell a house. So the truth is, guys, is that so many of these folks that are in these leadership positions in our industry only know to tell you to buy leads. But guess what? Telling you to buy leads is something that all of you will love to hear, and it doesn't require skill. So it's the easy button for them to tell you to do it. But in their defense, and I do mean this sincerely, they might not know any better. They might think because they've only been in the business for the past 10 years, that's how it's done. What they don't realize, because they've never really had any contact with folks like we have, is that not only is buying leads always been around in some form or another, 
But buying leads has always been the shittiest way to go about building your business. Prospecting direct contacts has always been the best way to go about building your business. And if you don't believe me, just listen to some of the folks we've interviewed uh, on Thursday, superstar interviews. So guys, look, some of the top agents in the country are our personal superstars. You know who these guys are. A lot of them are on the Bravo TV shows. A lot of them are, I mean, the top agents in your marketplace. So these are the guys that basically have never gotten away from actual direct contact prospecting and never will because they know it works. And here's what they tell us. And you guys can hear this sometimes in the podcast when we're interviewing them is they love the fact that so many of you don't know how to do it because they have less competitors. They know that so many of you guys are running to buy leads. They never buy leads, by the way. A top producing agent that has a 50, 60% profit margin, they never buy leads because they can generate their own. And you guys buying buyer leads, I'm not even going to get on my soapbox. I won't. But buying buyer leads is the absolute silliest thing I've ever heard in my life because buyer leads are the easiest thing in the world to generate. And you guys buy them? It's crazy. So look, here's the bottom line. If you generate, you don't have to tolerate. So if you're tolerating a lifestyle, cash flow, you know, compromises and just all those, all of the above and more because, you know, you're buying buyer leads, maybe you can stop. Maybe you can change direction. Julie? Yes. Well put. Point number two on our bad habit list. Quit blaming others and making excuses. Stop blaming others for what you have or have not got or for what you feel or you don't feel. Extreme ownership. Tim, you often say, it's your fault. It's always your fault. Even if it's not your fault, pretend as if it is. When you blame others for what you're going through, you deny your responsibility and perpetuate the problem. Stop giving your power away and start taking responsibility for your life. Blaming is just another pathetic excuse and making excuses is the first step towards failure. You and only you are responsible for your life choices and your decisions. You know, in real estate, we hear this in a lot of flavors. You're not at the right brokerage. It's not the right time of year. Something's wrong with the market. You know, it's like never ending. And, you know, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but in real estate, it seems like there's a holiday in pretty much every month, even if it's not like an official holiday. Well, the market's still because it's President's Day or some crap like that, right? So stop blaming everything except your lack of action. Action is the only cure. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? No. I mean, extreme ownership is the way to live, guys. And we're not the first people to say that. I learned that from, by the way, from A, from reading books, and B, from actually getting to know some of our, you know, Texas, where we live, is full of ex-special forces guys. And you run into them. And, you know, you some of them, you get to know, and you quickly learn that their attitude about life is extreme ownership. Um, and they will tell you straight up that uh, they know that everything that happens in their lives is due to decisions that they did or didn't make, things that they are or aren't doing. And, and that goes all the way down to the silly things that really you can argue legitimately that weren't your fault. You're in a parking lot. Somebody hits you. You know, nobody's hurt, nothing like that. But uh, dent in your car, you know, person that clearly at fault is the other driver. Well, then you're all of a sudden a victim. What if you were to say, well, you know what? Actually, it was my fault. I don't mean legally for the sake of insurance, but just in your head was my fault because had I not been in that spot at that time and had I not been, you know, just all the things that you were in control of that were part and parcel of that particular, you know, incident, if you start thinking like that, opposed to, oh my gosh, somebody hit me, you guys get the difference in mindset. That's the approach to take. This is mindset different than the mindset movement which is thinking, oh my God, the universe brought that car to me to hit me. There must be some greater reason why I had bad thoughts that brought that incident to me. I must question my thinking and wonder, see the difference, guys? Some, you guys, some of you know what I'm talking about. We don't and are, will not ever preach the mindset movement, 
but we will tell you to have a strong mindset. Having extreme ownership is the very definition of having the most powerful mindset you can have versus the mindset movement people, which don't want you to take responsibility, want you to blame something that's out of your control. Next point, Julie. That's it, and that plays right into point number three. Quit trying to avoid change. If nothing ever changed, there would be no sunrise the next morning. Most of us are uncomfortable where we, ev uh, where we are even, though the whole universe is constantly changing around us, right? So learning to accept this is vital to our happiness and general success, because only when we change do we grow and begin to see a world we never knew was possible. And don't forget, however good or bad a situation is, it will change. We always say, it's too soon to tell, good or bad, instead of judging that situation. That's the one thing you can count on. It's too soon to tell. So embrace it and realize that change happens for a reason. It won't always be easy or obvious at first, but in the end, it will be worth it. And it, it's interesting, Tim, I see this with our blossoming uh, listing agents, right? Where they'll go on kind of a scary competitive listing and they'll feel really insecure about it and afraid because it's change, it's not what they normally do. And I always remind them, think back to the first time you showed a house to a buyer. I remember back then, we didn't know how to use a lockbox. We didn't have a key to our Remax office. We, I don't think it ever written a buyer contract, right? We Everybody went through that. And it was like, of course, after hours so that we couldn't even get into our office. And I'm pretty sure the buyer didn't really speak English. I mean, it was like one thing after another, right? So back then, all of you guys that are really good at working buyer business, at one point you weren't. At one point, that was the change you were struggling with. So why put off becoming a great listing agent just because it's change? You got through the first change, didn't you? Now this is just like that, requiring even more skill. So stop trying to avoid change. Habit number four, quit trying to control the uncontrollable. Real estate is full of this. If you try to control everything and then worry about the things you can't control, you're setting yourself for a lifetime of frustration and misery. Some forces are actually out of your control. But you can control how you react to things. Everyone's life has positive and negative aspects. Whether you're happy or not depends greatly on which aspects you focus on. The best thing you can do is let go of what you can't control and invest your energy in things you can control, like your attitude. And, you know, it's so funny. Sometimes we'll start out a coaching call, what was the best thing that happened to make you more money since we last spoke? And how many times do agents go right into the worst thing that happened? The question was, what was the best thing that happened? Why are you focused on the worst thing that happened? A deal tanked or some, you know, client was mean to them, whatever. And then like five minutes later, they'll tell you that they took three listings last week and two of them sold and all their closings happened. And, you know, they took their kid to Disney World. Like, why are we not talking about that as the leading thought? So that gets back to what you can control and not control. And I think in real estate, it's so easy to feel the stress of what other people are doing and the situation happening around you. Really what you can control is your attitude, your outlook, and what you're focused on. When you do that, it's going to rub off on everyone else, and I think that will make their uncontrollability a little bit easier to tolerate. Anything you want to add to that? This is the time of year where you, a lot of you guys start feeling overwhelmed, and if I'm being honest, a lot of you guys start giving up about 30 to 45 days from now because you don't have the momentum because this is the time of year when all the part-timers start coming out of the woodwork again. Maybe they didn't consider themselves part-timers, but let's be honest, they weren't really working for the past four to six months and they're back in the market and they start picking off business here and there. They start clouding up the business. They start basically, you know, the normal sellers out there start getting overwhelmed with you guys are living through that now or will be soon. 
So what you need to do is you need to realize before you get overwhelmed that you definitely want a proven path to follow. You need direction. You need to get some discipline. You need to embrace at least start to embrace the concept of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. On the other side of that, guys, is everything that you're looking for. The changes that you'll make when you stay on that course aren't just, they're not just mental. They're not just mindset. They're actually physiological. As you get to the point where you develop a, a tolerance for uh, working intensely for longer periods of time, you guys will have massive breakthroughs faster than you can possibly imagine. And we're talking about essentially having a disciplined life, having a scheduled life, and where you really are locked into a world that's designed, a schedule that's designed around goal accomplishment. That's really the whole point of it. Every morning, you'd start at a certain time, you do certain activities, three to five things at a high level every single day. And when you do those things consistently, regardless of the weather, regardless of whatever other things are you are using as an excuse to throw you off course, you do that consistently for 90 to 120 days, normally you're going to start feeling real significant difference because you're going to start seeing a huge difference in your checkbook. That's how you guys build momentum. Some of you never give, your chance, uh, give yourselves a chance to do that because you just go from one pretty shiny object to the next. Oh, who called me today trying to sell me leads? Oh, what, you know, goofballs coming to town this week to basically try to sell me some secret sauce. You just go one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And then like you may have some buyers. You may have somebody who might list with you someday, but really you don't have any business. You're just faking it. You don't know it because all your friends are faking it too. Aren't you sick of that? Because what happens around, realistically around May is that your best opportunities are already essentially taken because of, of the spring momentum is already underway. All the agents have come out, all the competition, the competition's gone through the roof. And now everyone's doing exactly what you're doing because they're all going for the easy button too. And now you essentially have lost any opportunity to build any uh, meaningful momentum through the obviously spring and then the summer into the fall. And then you give up. That's what happens. People then, you know, start rationalizing. Well, I guess I'll try again next year. When does that happen for most of you? I mean, if you're being honest, June, July, is not when you start saying, well, you know what? I'll just try harder next year. I'll just do it again next year. I'll, I'll buckle down. You know what? I'll, I'll come October, you know, when the kids are back at school, that's when I'll actually get my act together. No, you won't. You never have. You never will. You need some external accountability and you know it. You need a proven plan that you're essentially forcing yourself to follow and you know it. There is nobody who's ever accomplished anything significant without external accountability. Julie and I are personally, I think all of you guys will agree, who've listened to us for a long time, extremely motivated. But I promise you, we would not be uh, doing what we're doing physically have it, if it weren't for going to Orange Theory four days of the week. We wouldn't be, you know, we, I bet we wouldn't even be doing 10% of what we're doing physically that we do when we go to Orange Theory. Maybe not even 1%, if we're being honest. But the external accountability, even for someone like us, especially probably for someone like us, makes an enormous difference. So for those of you who have never had external accountability, avoided external accountability, for those of you who are truly ready to go to the next level, I strongly encourage you to request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Julie, I think you have time for one more point. You got it. So bad habit number five, quit talking down to yourself. Nothing brings you down faster than berating yourself. The mind is a superb instrument if it's used right, but when used incorrectly, it becomes quite destructive. Be aware of your mental self-talk. We all talk silently to ourselves in our heads, but we aren't always conscious of what we're saying or how it's affecting us. Henry Ford once stated, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. One of the major causes of why we fail is due to our own self-doubt and negative self-talk. The way to overcome negative thoughts and destructive emotions is to develop opposing positive emotions that are stronger and more powerful. 
Listen to yourself talk and replace negative thoughts with positive ones, and over time you'll change the trajectory of your life. It's a great book by Joel Osteen called Your Best Life Now. He is great, if you ever listen to him speak, at replacing some of the negative self-talk, really isolating that and pointing it out, and fixing that by replacing it with positive talk. You are the one who speaks to yourself the most during the day, during the hour, even during the moment. And just to make it super practical, what do you guys actually expect out of each real estate day? When you're doing your lead follow-up, do you expect to set appointments? Or are you just like giving yourself this negative self-talk, well, I'm just doing it so you know, my coach will get off my back and I can say that I made some contacts? Or are you actually trying to help people looking for your next appointment? When you go up to the door and knock for that listing appointment, do you expect to take the listing? Are you thinking, you know, I am the right agent for the job of taking this listing and doing a great job for these people? Or are you like, well, you know, we'll see how it goes. What are you saying to yourself? You can, again, control that. It's a terrible habit to be berating yourself all the time. And we can hear it in how some of you speak and some of the words that you use. Typically, you have wishy-washy words when you're like this, like try and maybe and could and we'll see instead of I will, I am, and I do. Makes a huge difference. Back to you, Tim. It does. So listen, guys, if you need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. We love your comments. We would certainly appreciate you helping us get to 300 five-star reviews on Amazon for Harris Rules, the book, and in exchange for your, what, maybe minute of time, we'll be more than happy to send you either a camo or a black hat. You just tell us which one you want. If you want to see pictures of them, by the way, just go to our, you, if you're a member, just go to the private Facebook page. And if you're not a member, just go to our uh, t- Facebook forward slash uh, Tim and Julie Harris, facebook.com forward slash Tim and Julie Harris, and you'll see a post there that we put there over the weekend. So yeah, there you go, uh, guys. There's your homework for today's podcast. Please help us get to 300 five-star reviews. We certainly appreciate it. And um, yeah, anytime you need us for anything, Tim at Tim and Julie Harris.com or Julie at Tim and Julie Harris.com. Any suggestions, any emails, any comments, any folks you think we'd be uh, would be good to have on our podcast, all those um, types of inquiries are always welcome. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.